Hello, and welcome to our Yoga Hero Teachers podcast. This podcast has been created to help yoga teachers earn a fair living, avoid burnout, and teach with passion. Being a yoga teacher is a wonderful, incredible, life-changing job. It really is. But it can also be bloody hard work. It's not all teaching yoga. There's so much else that comes with the role. Managing energy levels, planning classes, promoting your offering, contacting and staying in touch with your students, designing and publishing posts for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, managing finances, sending invoices, predicting cash flow, ongoing study, looking for opportunities for new classes, dreaming up workshops and courses, and so the list goes on. When all this is done ad hoc, either things get missed, like deadlines or opportunities, Or it can all get really overwhelming and it can lead to burnout, which is exactly why this podcast has been created, to help you stop that from happening. So this episode is the first in a mini series of useful tools, useful resources and useful habits to get into to make life a bit more organised, a bit easier, a bit more efficient. This first episode of the mini-series is looking at accounting, invoicing and banking. I know, we're starting with the really exciting stuff. (laughs) Okay, no offence if you work in accounting, invoicing or banking. Um, But yeah, I think for most people, the finance part of running a business can be a mystery, it can be scary and it can be a little overwhelming. But it's really, really important to get the finances in order because that's such a huge step to making sure that you can teach with passion and avoid burnout. The episodes to follow include two, promoting your offering, including designing posts for social media, writing captions and scheduling the posts. Three, planning your calendar spotting downtime and busy time, gaps in work, opportunities for time off, etc. Four, contacting and then staying in touch with your yogis. Five, revisiting your past learnings, for example, all of the information from your teacher training, refining and deepening your yoga knowledge and putting funds aside for any ongoing learning and future courses that you would like to do. Six, Ensuring that you're meeting all of your legal requirements for the company that you're running. Seven, website, including whether you need one, booking systems and taking payments online. And then last, but my God, no means least at all is (laughs) self-care. So let's get cracking with this first episode in our mini series looking at accounting, invoicing and banking. Before we start specifically talking about finances, I'd like to share something with you. When I was leaving my, in inverted commas, proper job, 
to become a yoga teacher. The accountant at that job gave me one of the best bits of advice I've ever had in my entire life, which was to put a rate on my time, which is basically looking at how much you're earning and how many hours you're working, divide the earnings by the hours and there's your rate. So let's say that between studio classes, gym classes, online classes and a couple of one-to-ones per week, I earn £400 a week. As well as the physical teaching hours, I also consider working to include travel time, um, class preparation time and all of the admin time, which adds up to 40 hours a week. So £400 divided by 40 hours equals £10 an hour. How handy! (laughs) I just want to stress, if it's not already very clear, that this example is completely hypothetical and not indicative at all of how much I think you should be earning or working. This rate is not what you're using to quote people for um, how much you charge for classes or anything like that. It's simply a way to help you decide what services and products to invest in and what to do yourself. I still use this way of thinking even now when weighing up whether to buy a new product or whether to take out a subscription on a piece of software. I think over the years it has saved me such an incredible amount of time and money and it's a really valuable piece of advice. You might even like to pause the podcast here and tot up your earnings, divide that by how many hours you work in a week and get your rate set ready for the rest of this podcast, maybe. But if you're on the move, don't worry at all. This piece of advice is available in the download that accompanies this podcast episode, which is available at yogahero.co.uk forward slash podcast nine. That's yogahero.co.uk forward slash podcast nine. Just one more thing to mention here. When considering investing in something new or not, it's not just a straight decision based on finances. You'll want to consider like how much you know about something, whether you would need to know how something works or what it does or whether... Something would worry you if you didn't get a professional to help you. For example, like tax stuff, HR stuff, legal stuff, etc. This is something that we will keep coming back to throughout this mini series so that I can keep explaining what I need what I mean a bit more. Accounting. From experience, I would say that people are either very finance savvy and this aspect of running a business comes easily to them or people are not at all and this part of running the business is a nightmare. Using that piece of advice that we were talking about earlier on, let's put an example together. If you think it'll take you three hours to complete your self-assessment, then that will cost you, kind of cost in inverted commas, £30, right? Three hours, £10 an hour, which is the rate that we were hypothetically using, that's £30. If an accountant quotes you £100 to do your self-assessment, but it 
costs you £30, then it's obviously much more sensible for you to do it yourself. However, if you think it'll take 20 hours, it will cost you £200. So you'd be making a saving when investing in an accountant. Again, I just want to stress that these figures are completely and totally hypothetical. Using an accountant and all professional services, it's not just about balancing finances. If you think completing your self-assessment will take you three hours, but then you'll worry for a week whether you've done it right or not, then you need to factor that in to the decision as to whether to hire an accountant or not. Invoicing. The different studios and gyms that you work at will have their own invoicing requirements and timelines. At Yoga Hero, you invoice by the 7th for everything that you taught in the previous month and everyone gets paid at the same time. At a different studio that I've taught at in the past, you could submit your invoice anytime and payment would be made within 28 days. At a gym that I've previously taught at, you had to complete a paper form which was kept in a particular file in a particular place at their reception. You needed to write out the day, the date, the time and the attendance of each class and make sure that the paper form was up to date by such and such a day, which was when all of the paper forms would be collected and payment was made to those who'd completed the form correctly within 90 days. This podcast is about earning a fair living. Now, challenging rates and payment terms that are unfair is something more for the yogi union. But I can help you with ensuring that you are getting paid for the work that you're doing. This really is about being organised. I'd really recommend keeping a physical notebook or a file on your computer with the instructions and timelines for invoicing the different places that you work at to ensure that you don't miss some of the requirements and that you don't miss a deadline. You need to be really clear on what you've invoiced, when payments are due to be made, whether invoices have been paid or not, who to chase if invoices haven't been paid, etc. A very quick road to burnout is teaching classes and not getting paid for them. But a very quick road to severing relationships is chasing payments that have already been made. So make sure you know exactly where you are. This might simply be a spreadsheet. Make sure that if you have a spreadsheet on your computer that you back it up. Or you might check out some invoicing software and there's plenty of options out there. Ask your yoga colleagues and your peers for recommendations. I use Xero, which is X-E-R-O, which I think is probably quite expensive. But with the number of transactions going through Yoga Hero, I need something as powerful as Xero is. And so it really pays for itself. If you can get invoicing software that links with your bank and marks invoices as paid when they're paid, this will cut down on your admin time and that is worth considering when you're evaluating whether to pay out for some software like this or not. Lastly, you might like to sit down with your calendar and mark out all of the invoicing deadline days for the rest of the year 
just to make sure that you're definitely not going to miss one. Banking. I would say that having a separate business bank account for your business earnings is a must. Unless you're a very organized person, naturally, you'll probably be hunting around for receipts for a purchase that you made about nine months ago and tomorrow or next week is the deadline to get everything sorted. (laughs) At least with a separate bank account for your business, this is a bit easier. Any money earned through your business goes in there and so your earnings are really clear and any business outgoings come from there. So again, business costs are super clear. It tends to get quite muddled when it's all in your personal account. I use Tide Bank, which is an online uh, business bank account. I was really unsure about it at first, but my previous bank was charging about £80 a month for the account, sometimes more, and I still had to go in and queue in the branch for anything that I needed, and it just seemed like a real waste of money and time. If you'd like to try Tide, you can use my code when setting up an account and you'll get £50 and so will Yoga Hero, just to be really clear about that. As you might guess, there's all of the info that you need available at yogahero.co.uk forward slash podcast nine. So there we are. Hopefully some info, some food for thought, some useful bits and bobs in terms of getting your accounting invoicing and banking all in order. In the next episode we're looking at useful resources around designing, scheduling and posting social media posts, writing captions, responding to comments etc etc. So do keep your eyes peeled for that. In the meantime I hope you take lots and lots of care of yourself. I'd love to hear what you're thinking about these podcast episodes and if you're finding them useful Um, but do take lots and lots of care of yourself and I will catch you next time